0: Hello, welcome back to Happy Food, where it's not just about the food, it's about the soul. I still hate that intro. Hi, I'm Lizzie. I'm the host of this podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Not So Lazy Lizzie, L I Z Z I E, Not So Lazy Lizzie on Instagram. I know you're just dying to know what we're gonna talk about today. Probably not, because if you can read the title, you already know I'm gonna be talking about my picky toddlers. Ugh. This is a topic that I like so many wrestled with back and forth on if I want to talk about it because I'm embarrassed <laughs> it embarrasses me that my toddlers uh, I don't think have the most quote well ba- balanced diet in the whole world uh, but we're working on it and we're trying and we're trying different things and we are gonna just keep on trucking and Hopefully, it will improve at some point, but I just thought I want to talk about it because I know I'm not the only one in the world with uh, young kids that uh, don't eat all the things that maybe I think they should be eating or you think that your kids should be eating. It is tough, and there is a lot to be said on it, so let's jump right into it. So the first thing that I really want to touch on is this idea of social media and the way that people on social media uh, oftentimes, or at least what I see online, portray or talk about what toddlers and young kids should be eating, what their portion sizes should be, kind of this like Instagram look of like your kid's plate. And They're generally very beautiful and they're well balanced and they have avocados and salmon and quinoa and all of these like really nutritionally dense, wonderful foods um, that my kids won't touch and (laughs) they just won't like they, they don't eat or try foods that they don't want to eat or try. Um, And so I guess the first thing I want to talk about is that I have experienced like a lot of embarrassment or I guess guilt or shame surrounding that, like I'll look at these beautiful Instagrams that, I mean, God bless them. These wonderful informational ideas about, you know, baby led uh, weaning and baby led eating and all of these wonderful things that people do as their babies get older to introduce them to this wonderful world of food. And gosh, darn it. I tried with, um, my kids and, they like snacks and I have to get like pouches to get their fruits and veggies in, um, just to make sure that I, you know, I feel good about the like nutritional adequacy of their diet. I even, I even feel weird talking about what they do eat because to me, I really struggle with this fact that like they don't, I have one kid that does not like most sources of protein. Like most of them, they just won't touch it. Um, you, you put it in front of them, and they say no. And and we try lots of different approaches, and they shove it away, and they're just not interested. And you know, luckily, as they get older, it it does get better. They try more foods, um, but they're really picky, and we have to be so creative with how they we get these this nutrition into our children. Luckily, they both love yogurt, so that's something that we use. A lot, not too much, but they eat yogurt pretty much every day. Um, we sneak eggs into foods that they that they do like and that they will eat. We try to mix some eggs in with hash browns that we give them, or you know different things to try to get them to consume as much nutritionally dense foods as we can. Um, but our kids, they love crackers and they love fruit snacks and they love chips and they love, I have one kid who loves fruit, but the other kid really won't touch it for the most part. And that's our reality. That's just where we're at. And I'm a human being just doing my best. And I, I, again, like I so believe in authenticity, but I am so fearful to be judged that like my kids, you know, if we take them out to a restaurant, we just order regular food. Like the odds are like, they're not going to want it um even though like we continually at home we put these foods on their plate whatever we're eating we try to offer that to them we try to expose them and get them to at least tolerate it being on their plate even though they're not they they refuse to eat it um we continually you know put put the fruit put the vegetable on their food we show them like we're eating it now you try um we try day in and day out and it's it's a struggle and it's really hard and it takes a lot of effort and as afraid as I am to like put that out into the world, even though I have like, the, like such a small audience, like I'm just starting my podcast, I'm just getting going on this, like I still feel fearful to put that out in the world and I think that says something about our culture and our society and especially the, the parenting culture and parenting society, this pressure of doing it correctly, doing it the right way. Being correct about everything that your kids are potty trained by this age, they're off the bottle by this age, they're eating all of these foods X, Y, and Z that they don't eat junk food or you know more processed food or you know anything other than like protein, fruits, and vegetables and all of those sort of things like is judged and okay, fine, but I don't, I'm not going to judge other parents for what they choose to feed their children. I do think it's important that you try, and I think nutrition is important, and I want to teach my children as they grow up about intuitive eating and, I mean, really just eating because if diet culture didn't exist, then intuitive eating would just be called eating in my opinion, Um, and I I don't want them, I want to shield them from the influence of diet culture, and and I want them to be educated about it. I want them to understand that they're in charge of their own bodies. I want them to understand that they decide what goes in their bodies. That I'm not going to force them because they should have their own personal autonomy to a degree. But before they can do that, it's my responsibility to ensure that they are that they are adequately, you know, consuming the nutrition that they need. Um, but it's it's hard, and this is so tough because. I don't want to be judged as a parent, but I want to be honest because I know I'm not the only one. I am. I know I'm not the only one who hands their toddler a little mini bag of goldfish in the car because they won't stop screaming and I guess they're hungry and they need a snack. So here's your snack. Like it's not chopped up pieces of cherry tomatoes that they can eat in the car. Like that's not how we roll. Like it's just not how we roll in our house. Um And that's real. That's just being real. And I think that it's important to be real because I don't see a lot of people that subscribe to intuitive eating um, talk about this. Like, what if your kids uh, don't like those foods? And maybe I didn't properly introduce them before I understood intuitive eating and the value of nutrition and balanced diet and I can fully admit like if I could go back and introduce food differently maybe I would have but maybe I wouldn't have I really don't know but I think that this is an important conversation because I think there's a lot of parents out there literally just doing the best that they can and are day in and day out worried about what their kids are eating and I think the reality is is like they're fine they're okay they're good they got to the doctor they have all their vaccinations, they are a healthy weight, they are a healthy, I mean, I don't really know if they're a healthy weight because weight like doesn't really matter, but they seem like they're a healthy weight, they seem like they're a healthy height, they don't seem malnourished, they don't seem undernourished, they they seem fine and they're gonna grow up to be fine and they will grow up and they will try more foods and they will eat more foods and their diets will become more well-balanced and I guess the the main point here is like to just worry less. Don't worry about it. It's okay. You're trying your best. Keep trying. Keep moving forward. And just keep going. Like that's all you can do. All you can do is keep putting the whatever on their plate and hope that they eat it and again like I shy away from saying too much about like what I think should be on a kid's plate what I think shouldn't be on a kid's plate because I'm not a registered dietitian I'm not a registered like health nutritionist I'm not I'm just a person I'm just a human being doing my best so what I think my kids should be eating may not be first of all like factually accurate I can't speak to that um and also, like, it may be different than what you think that your kids should be consuming. Like, if you're if you're vegan, like, obviously, you're going to have a really different outline of what you think your kids should be consuming, right? Just like me. And in our home, like, we're not, like, health gurus or health nuts. Like, I don't eat 8 million salads a day or anything like that. I'm just a really normal human being who eats really normal human being foods. Um, and yeah, that's just, that's really, that's really what I wanted to get off my chest is that I'm worried about my (laughs) children's picky eating, but it will be okay. And lots of kids are picky eaters. I was a picky eater and you just keep moving and you keep exposing kids and you hope that they get more open to foods. You hope that they get more willing to try foods. Wow. This is like the longest, whoo, like, just recording at once. Usually I will like, this is a side note, but usually when I record, I like break it up and I'll stop when I start to stumble or run out of things to say, but this is just one long take and I think it's ridiculous because I kind of feel uh, like this is very jumbled and I feel very nervous about talking about it, but I still think it's important. So I'm gonna do it um, and I'm just gonna hope for the best. Okay, so big time jump right here. I stopped recording. Um, I had to, my kids woke up, I had to deal with a lot of stuff. And so I'm just jumping back into it. Um, a few things I want to kind of cover, add, touch on is what I mean by not necessarily like sneaking certain nutritional foods into their like diet, but like... I have one kid who really doesn't like any sort of fresh fruit. I don't know if it's a texture thing or what, but dried fruit is really all that they will consume and even that they're pretty picky about. So like dried banana chips, although I don't feel like they're as nutritionally sound as a fresh banana, that's what they'll eat. So I give them those or what are some other things that I do? To make sure my kids are getting protein, like I give them chicken nuggets. I try to get the best kind I can find from the store. Obviously, like, baked chicken would probably be more ideal. It doesn't have the breading, but they'll eat it. And they're getting a source of protein, and that's great. Or fish sticks, stuff like that. Um, What else? My kids really don't like cheese, but I will put little cubes of cheese on their plates or not that you like need cheese. I wouldn't say that's something that's like a nutritional necessity, but just so they try more foods. And then I also, you know, I don't like the idea of sneaking too many foods by them because I want them to know what they're eating. So I'll just put something on their plate with, that. They maybe aren't really used to yet and they're getting familiarized with, I'll just put a little bit on their plate, maybe even just one bite of it, and let them touch it, let them play with it. Like I don't really get mad at them when they kind of play around with their food. Um, Because I think that's a part of the process of eventually they'll, you know, they'll play with it or they'll, first they kind of throw it off their plate and then they'll tolerate it on their plate and then they might take a bite of it and spit it out. But maybe the next time they take a bite and they like it that's how one of my kids is. She really like is very, like she will eat something and immediately spit it out. Like immediately, if it's a new texture, new taste, and then she'll like think about it, think about the experience, and then she'll decide to get, you know, take a real bite if, if she is interested in it. Um, what else? Another big thing that, I think a lot of, at least the struggle in my home with my family boils down to, it's not even about the taste of the food that they don't like. I don't think they're picky about taste. I think texture, sure. But it's about the battle of getting them to just try the food. I mean, really what it comes down to when I think about it with my kids is the battle doesn't surround whether the food tastes good or bad, because when they eventually do try something new, Generally, they, they like it. I mean, it's good food. Food is good. Um, but it's the, the, the battle of wills of, of trying the food. They really don't like to try things that look different, feel different, and are different than what they're used to. You know, they're used to something, they know they like it. Stepping outside of that, you know, they're risking, what if I don't like the taste? That's a really unfavorable experience for them. And I'm sure this is not everyone's struggle, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that know exactly what I'm talking about when I talk about this battle of trying to get your toddler to try the food that you know they will like, but they will not try it. Like mac and cheese is something my, to my, my toddlers, they will not try it, neither one of them. They will not try it, and I know they would love it. Everyone, who doesn't love mac and cheese? But I've learned with my kids, That the more that I push them and try to get them to just take the bite, the more they don't want to do it and they're more likely to just spit it out if they do eventually try it. So our method is that we put it on their plate. We just keep trying to offer it. And there are times when we get super fatigued of doing that and we get super tired of throwing food away and making food that we know they won't eat. And so sometimes we're better about it than others. Sometimes we pick the battle and sometimes we don't and we just give them what we know they're going to like and we don't make an issue out of it. And even when we put it on their plate and they don't eat it, we try not to engage in like a power struggle about it because eventually they'll try it. They will. I mean, they're so young. They have so many years to, to eat food and learn how to eat food and learn what they like that engaging in that type of power struggle is pretty futile for us, we think. Um, but yeah, I know other people can relate to this. So I thought it was important to talk about it. And if you have any tips, if you have a picky eater and you have just solved the mystery, do reach out again. You can find me on Instagram at not so lazy Lizzie, L I Z Z I E not so lazy, Lizzie, L I Z Z I E on Instagram. And you can DM me because I'm open two suggestions. This isn't not, I'm not doling out a lot of advice here or answers. I just think it's an interesting conversation that needs to be had. That's interesting to have, because I kind of feel like in a lot of ways, our society now with the way that social media is like, we slowly lose this reality of authenticity. Like raising kids is really hard. And I think that sometimes, I mean, I do it. My family went to the pumpkin patch recently, and it was a big struggle. Our kids were not uh, the happiest for part of it, and it made it kind of stressful and difficult. It was fun. It was a good time, but, like, the pictures that I posted online weren't of my kids crying and screaming and throwing a fit and not cooperating. Like, obviously, I posted the pictures where they were smiling on the swings. Like, that's how we are. We want to show ourselves in the best light possible, and... I think that's normal, I do, but I also think that we're losing this like, especially with parenting, like th- being a parent is hard, this is real, it's a really real struggle day in and day out, across the board with feeding, with what clothes you should put them in, with their nap schedules, with bottles, with formula, with breast milk, with everything. It's, it's like there's this one image that's out there on social media that people wanna portray and I think that there's a lot of parents out there thinking that they might be the only one experiencing a certain struggle and that is just not the case. That is not true. Like I just cannot believe that I'm the only one that has kids that are picky or that you know, and I don't want to label them like that they're picky kids. I don't say that to them, but they are. I mean they're kind of picky and that's tough and it's something that we are constantly trying to get smarter about, get better about and improve on and and just be the best parents that we can be. And it's not perfect, but it's our life, and and we love our kids. And I think a lot of people are in that boat where they love their kids and they wanna do their best. And it's it's just hard, you know? And again, I totally apologize if you can hear a lot of background noise right now. This is not exactly the quietest part of the day, but I did wanna get this recorded. I wanted to get it done. and I'm really committed to, to trying to keep my upload schedule to at least once a week. I would love to post more. And if that happens, that's great. But at least once a week, I think that that consistency is important. And I really want to do that because I think having these conversations, even if for nothing else, I got to have them with myself. I value that. I think that's important. And hopefully anyone who ever listens to this or hears this can find some sort of value or at least... I guess at the very least, my goal is just to make somebody feel less alone because I know I've experienced, especially with parenting and especially with food, I have felt like, oh, my friend has this great joke that she says that, you know, we all want to be unique. We all want to be the exception to the rule Um, or we all think that we are just inevitably, but really we're all kind of in the same boat in a lot of ways. I think so many people struggle with You know This idea of diet culture and dieting and losing weight and body image and gaining weight and all that stuff, that's a very common experience. It's not unique. Um, And I think the struggles of parenting, I don't think that they're unique. I think everyone's situation is different, sure. But I think we all experience so many of the same struggles and difficulties because we're all living in today's society and every generation, every society has their own set of Of stuff, of difficulties, of of what the expectation is and what the reality is. And if I can make one person feel less alone and I can make one person feel valid, then I feel like this has been worth my time and my energy. So whatever I talk about, the goal, I think, of every episode, of every topic, of every post, is just to make somebody feel less alone. Like there's somebody else experiencing something Uh, that's not desirable or less than desirable or not perfect or not what you see on like these amazing people's social media. And those people aren't even, that's not even their life. And I think we all know that. I think the gig is kind of up, but I still think it's really important that we talk about it and we say it out loud because we forget. And that's not to say anybody posting like amazing content on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and all these different social media platforms is bad or wrong or wrong for posting their content. Like, I don't think it's wrong to show the best view of yourself. I think that's normal. I don't think that's unique. Um, But just a little reality check sometimes I think is really important and I think it's really necessary and I think it's really valuable Um, because I know that I get so lost in not being enough as a mom and as a person who eats food and that I'm not doing it right, that I'm not this, that I'm not that. And to kind of really put like focused effort into letting go of that kind of self-talk and that perspective of my own life choices, decisions and world, because it's not helpful to sit there and just focus on how you're not enough of fill in the blank. To put concentrated effort into, well, I'm doing my best by doing A, B, and C, and I'm gonna try to do D to do even better, um, or I'm really struggling in this certain area or or, or whatever. And, sorry, my phone totally was not on do not disturb and totally went off and made me lose my train of thought. And there's also turkeys out in my yard and they're so cute and I'm having such a hard time focusing, but that's okay. I feel like I've really made my point tenfold. rambling at this point, which is all my podcast is, is a big old ramble. That's okay. I'm fine with it. Um, yeah, let me know. (laughs) DM me on Instagram. If you feel so inclined, if you have kids or don't have kids or, or if you have advice or want to talk about whatever, (laughs) um, Thank you so much for tuning in to Happy Food today. I really appreciate that you're here and I hope to bring more fun, exciting, and valuable conversations to you in the future. Peace out.